go Made a promise to my mother It's okay cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it I fear no evil, got my demons I'm just fine with them And all these people think they know me It don't matter to me Cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it All right, everybody, welcome to the Three Point Stance Podcast. I am Caleb, and I am with none other than my co-host, D. Gray. How's it going, brother? Man, it's great, man. It's great, man. You know what we can just say is, right? It's draft week. Man, there's no better time to be excited. (laughs) Come on now. We're super excited for this week right here. Man, especially for Stella fans out here, man. I know they can't pumped up. Can't wait to see who we pick, man, in the first round, man. Do they trade up or do they stay at 17? That's the big question. We're going to talk about that tonight. Yeah, and like like uh, D said, you know, we're gonna go over four prospects that we think that the Steelers might go and grab in the first or you know maybe even second round of this year's draft. And with that, I'm gonna let D kick it off with one of his favorite prospects in this year's draft. Man, I got two good ones, man. But uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a pop it off with Paris Johnson, man. Uh, man, ever since I seen that one video, man, uh, I know all of the social media have been talking about that one video. Yeah, huge Ohio State fan over here. But <laughs> Paris Johnson, man, unbelievable talent, man. Great player, man. And uh, I think the Steelers, man, they have an opportunity to trade up, man. They have to trade up and get. Paris Johnson. He's going to be a buck in tackle, a, a book in tackle for years to come, man. I'm talking about Hall of Fame type of talent, man. Talent, once again, talent. That doesn't mean that that can automatically be that because of the talent. But if he amounts up to the workability, man, he worked hard, man, and trained every day, man. He could be one of the best tackles around this league, man. And um, and some of the things I like about Paris, man, just at the top of his sets, man, he's very aggressive with his hands, man. He has an unbelievable feet, as we've seen from his pro day and at the combine. But most importantly, man, he uses his hands really well as an offensive lineman. And everybody knows your feet is most important as an offensive line, but your hands and getting your hands onto players is even important and more important than that. And um, I think he do a great job sustaining blocks, man, at the top of the set. Uh, he doesn't – he rarely gets beat inside a lot, so he has a great post step, man, with him. And, man, he plays with great leverage and inside of these edge rushes, man, to keep them outside, to keep them on the edges and not give up tight edges and short edges for the quarterback to get hit, man, and give up uh, strip sacks, anything like that. So – as I've been looking at him, man, and I think, man, he's a he's the most complete player in his draft, man, as far as offensive line play. He's the most complete offensive lineman right now at tackle, guard, whatever you want to put him at. He just have everything that's capable of being a Hall of Famer, man. I keep saying Hall of Famer because those type of guys is a rarity. Rare people that comes around like that, man, that has that amount of speed, size, nastiness, at offensive line, man. Everybody, all these lot of guys at offensive line have a lot of things, but they don't have this. And he's the most complete package in my eyes. What you think? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I'm all on board for the Steelers going to get him. I was kind of, you know, over the past few months of uh, draft season, combine, everything like that, I was more leaning towards going corner. But yeah. whenever I heard that they were interested in going Paris Johnson, I'm I'm all on board protecting Kenny for the next 15-plus years. Yeah, man. I, mean, I think that's most important right now as – the Steelers are, are in a rebranding stage. I mean, they're still trying to get over the loss of Ben Roethlisberger and trying to rekindle this culture of the Steelers' way, man. And uh, they have a lot of young guys now, man. And uh, I think at this point now you start to build 
those pounces again, those the Castros again, trying to rebuild that culture again with these new guys, man. And it starts off by being nasty up front. And I think Kenny, man, him being a dog at quarterback, he needs a nasty all offense lineman to throw these guys about the bar. No t-shirts in the club, brother. Like you know what I'm saying, straight up like that, <laughs> and, and straight up like that. So, man, that's that. Me personally. If I'm the Steelers right now, I'm going to trade up, man, and, and trying to get that guy, man, because sitting at 17, he won't last. I promise you he won't last that long. He probably won't even last 10 picks. I'm telling you, 10 picks by that, he's gone at, in between the top 10. And me personally, man, because if any team's smart out here, whether you need an offensive lineman or not, you got to get him. Like, that's just like – it's like a steal. You got to get that guy. Man, whether he a big tight end and a, and a big a big package or something like that, you got to use this guy at some point. You know what I mean? So – and I'm gonna steal this, man. It's a no-brainer, man. I'm giving up whatever whatever I have to give up to go get that guy, man. And uh, if you want a great tackle over the years, I mean, Dan Moore's pretty good. Chooks is good, but this guy right here will be a guy that's gonna be longevity, future. Not not just a great great guy, a stiller, a long-term stiller guy, but he's gonna be a great player in this league for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I. I you you capped it off. You you hit it right on the head. I mean, he's he has Hall of Fame capability, and he could be that stalwart for the next you know, no. hopefully you know fifteen plus years with the way the game's been going. And you know, who better to um, analyze them than you know the former number seventy seven of the Pittsburgh Steelers? You yeah, know, hopefully my- you know yeah, D, D's willing to give up that seven seven to. To yeah. Paris when that time comes and Omar, man, he could, you know, he could fully take over that seventy-seven number, man. <laughs> he gets drafted, man. He can have my number seventy-seven, man. And uh, man, and like I said, man, the most impressive thing about this guy, man, is his foot speed and his hand speed, man. His foot eye coordination is crazy, man. And I think that right now, being a, and being at this time of the, this type of football that's being played now is about speed. Yes, power is very needed, but speed and hand coordination like that is it, 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 remarkable, bro. And he and he has all the tools, man, at, at right now in college, bro, like that. He's only going to keep getting better. He's only going to keep getting better if he allows himself to stay focused and stay grounded and hungry. He's only going to get better. And I think right now, man, he's just – he's very violent with his hands at the top of the set. He don't mind dumping the guy when he gets him off balance. And, uh, man, I watched this film against Georgia, man. I mean – Man, the dude, dude can play, man. I mean, he's just slinging dudes, man. I'm just like, man, he can play, man. And it's more than just slinging dudes. He he loves it. I mean, he loves ball, man. He loves to be able to get underneath the guy's pads. And he loves just trashing dudes and just rubbing his crotch all over their face. Ooh, you just got to love that as an old lineman, man. You just got to love the nasty. I mean, that's, that's almost better than – never mind. I'll save that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so with that comment, you know, we'll move on to one of my prospects now. <laughs> A guy that D is very familiar with out of the University of Maryland, cornerback Deontay Banks. You know, I really like the guy. You know, um, Brian McFadden was on uh, Twitter Spaces with our Steeler Nation page and. He was talking about a comparison for Deontay Banks and who was the closest comparison to Pat Pete out of the cornerback group. And he said none other than Deontay Banks. And I see it. I mean, he ran a 4-3-5. The interception numbers weren't there. He had one interception this year, eight pass breakups. Um, But, I mean, his play style, he plays very smooth. He's got a good size. He's six foot. Uh, almost 200 pounds. He might be slightly under 200 pounds, yeah. but I mean, I, I I don't see what there is to dislike about him. 
Me personally, I, I really, I really like, I really like Deontay. But me personally, man, I, 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 I gotta go with Joey Porter, man. When it comes to those two, man, I, me personally, I'm about physicality. Then I love my Maryland boy, man. I love everything about him. I think he's gonna be a great corner in this league. But for Pittsburgh, I just don't. I mean, I, me personally, I just don't see him. Bringing that same nastiness that Pittsburgh got. He 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 he's speed. He he he's clean. But Joey Porter brings that nastiness to it to the games of defense. Like he 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 he's almost rechanging the name of corner people. When you think of cornerback, you think of guys that hate to tackle. You want to get your running back on the corner because I could throw them in the stand. Stiff on Derrick Henry style, but no, Joey Porter's different. And I hate to I hate to shoot your guy down, but yeah, I just yeah, think yeah, me yeah. And I'm going I'm going Joey Porter with that guy, man. I really like Deontay Banks. I think he'll really be a, if they end up going with Deontay Banks. I mean, they they can never lose. Deontay Banks is a baller. You know what I'm saying? But I, when I think about Deontay Banks, I think almost like. I mean, the way James Pierre evolved to the way he is now, I think that's what Deontay Banks is right now, another James Pierre. A great player, ball hawk, speed, can find the ball, locate the ball in the air, you know what I'm saying, make big plays. But is is those guys coming down here making linebacker hits at corner? Mm, I don't see it. I don't see it. And that's that's going to that's gonna be different when it comes to playing the, the AFC South or South North, South. North, you were in the south with the Titans and Jags. That's what it was. North, North, man. I mean, either playing against the Bengals on Monday night or Cleveland. The difference makers, those corners out there making big tackles on the edges, man. Those screens, those receiver screens, they come and busting through there like Mike Hilton, man. But once again, I really, I really like Deontay Banks, man. I think he's a great fit if they do choose. But I think Joey Porter is a perfect, is a even better fit in my eyes. Yeah, no, I mean. I completely agree. And for the Steelers fans that wa- that are watching this episode, if you want to know how we really feel about Joey Porter Jr., our very first episode uh, two weeks ago was all on Joey Porter Jr. Like we I like mean, these I prospects mean, we're talking about today, but Joey Porter got his his very own episode. Man, I'm telling you, man, he he's a he he's a man amongst boys, man, and uh, he's a man amongst boys, man, and uh. But like I said, once again, Deontay Banks, man, the speed he shows, man, I, mean, I love everything about Deontay Banks. I think he's a great player. Even if he doesn't end up with the Steelers, man, I think he'll be a, a immediate contributor to whatever team he goes to, man. And uh, I think that's that, that's one thing Deontay can uh, can hold on his head, that he's going to be an immediate contributor to any team he goes to. But me personally, I just think that uh, it's probably a better team out there for him. I can see him playing mainly like, if I had to choose a team for him, I think he can more be like a, Eagles guy, he could play. He'd be real good, like in the Eagles system or something like yeah. that. Steve, yeah, yeah like, like you know what I'm saying, nice and nice, like Green Goblin, and all those guys like that out there, man. He could be like them, but uh, we take Joy Porter. We need the physicality. We need the size. We need when he come out that tunnel, they see a corner stand at six two, two hundred pounds, ripped up. That's a scary sight for people like OBJ. They got to go against. I'm I'm so happy you you know you brought all this up because my last my last thing I was gonna bring up on Deontay Bakes is I would love for him to be the pick if Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, or Joey Porter Jr. is off the board. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 man, definitely. But that also is now about to propel me to my next guy. I really like a lot, but needs a lot of cleaning up, man. And that's Broderick Jones. And I think he's a great, terrific talent, man. He came out of Georgia, man. He's solid. He's great. But I think he gets himself in a lot of trouble, man. Caleb, I was saying, his, like, like breaking down his film. And he struggles a little bit with inside moves. 
so that means he has weight distribution issues, meaning that he's more lean on his outside leg, which is his left leg. If, you, if everyone follow me right now, and, uh, he's playing left tackle, so he's leaning more on that left leg, and he's getting knocked out of there, getting to taking the people, guys are taking the inside, moving them a lot. And I've seen this repeatedly. A lot of guys are doing that. And um, it's all stuff that could be fixed. Could it be fixed overnight? Mm, no, I don't think so. But, I mean – time draft is coming up now and rookie minicamp is coming up now. The Steelers choose to go the route and go get Brodick Jones because I really think he's a good fit for those guys too. Me personally, I'm still as I'm moving him to guard. I think he'd be a hell of a better guard than he is tackle right now just because of the weight distribution issues. Uh, sometimes I've seen a couple of times on the film, he comes off the ball kind of late. He doesn't really get into defenders really fast. He takes his time and wait, wait, wait. Then he gets into defenders. And NFL, brother, you got to get out that ball and get to him right now. You know what I mean? Because all that setting up and trying to get the perfect fit, boy, you're getting blown in the backfield, guy. You know what I mean? But once again, I think besides that, he has great feet. I mean, he gets he, he he gets his hands on guys quick, and he runs them. He runs them to the sideline. I mean, he, he's a, he's massive. He's strong. He got good, strong hands. But the things that scares me about that his game is literally the top of his sets, man. Like guys, like literally throws him out the car, out the club, man. Like he gets to the top and dudes lift him, and he be like turning around doing a three sixty. I'd be like, whoa, brother, where you going at? You know what I mean? And he has a lot of quarterback hurries and stuff like that. Uh, but, I mean, it's part of O-line play, man. I mean, I play it, man. It's tough, man. It's tough. But he has to continue to develop, especially if they talking about him being a day one guy, man. He has to continue to de- develop quickly because if you get taken in this first round, man, the onus is going to be on you. You are going to be the face of the draft class for that team. Everyone's going to be looking at you, man, and you're going to have to get that cleaned up. And if you come into Pittsburgh, fans are really – Diehard Steelers fans, oh, you're going to hear about it. If you get beat at the top of your set, you're going to hear about it for a week until you get to the next game to clean it up. So, Brody Jones, man, you high on my list, man. I really think you're a hell of a player, man. I think that he's a guy that can make a – he could be coming in, man. He can come in. It's probably going to take him a second. He's going to be a guy that don't make a immediate contribution. He's going to have to probably sit there and learn maybe a few weeks in camp, and eventually he get a couple preseason games going. By the season come, I think he'll be ready to go by then. But uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take a second though. Yeah, I mean, uh, in in my opinion, you know, he's he is he's a left tackle. Uh, at the combine, yep. he threw uh, I, I I can't remember which Steelers coach it was, but he he threw one of them out the club, and I think that's where the yep. Steelers uh kind of started to fall in love with him because that you know that's yep. that hands on that hands on feeling with him. And in my opinion, yep. dude looks like a linebacker. The way yeah, he looks great, man. I think he looks great. He moves great, man. I love looking at him in space, man. When he pulls around those, like he do those pin and pull type of plays, man. When the tight end comes down, he pulls out, man. He gets his, he gets his, he gets locked on guys real good, man. I think that's something that he has great going for him, man. That when he gets out into space or to the, with these corners and those guys that's playing more of the alley, meaning like support players could be safeties or flexed out linebackers, all those like things, man. He gets his hand on those guys and he runs them, man. And I think that's something something that he's, he does well with, man. He likes to run. So, me, if I'm a guy that still is Purge Johnson is gone, I think Peter Skoronsky, I'm, 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 I'm thinking Peter Skoronsky is already gone as well. I'm, I think he's the next best guy, man, and I think you could develop him and mold him the right way. Man, you could pull him a lot, man. I think he has the ability to play guard. I see a lot of guard in his play, man. I, see, I think he could be a dominant guard, man. Paris Johnson, I don't really see that. I think he's a true tackle, but for some reason his game for – Jones, I think he could play a little bit of guard. So, I mean, hey, 
You heard it from me first. If you ever see him pop up in guard, D say the first, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can see him playing a little bit of guard. He, he's got the size for it. And, I mean, like, he might be, out of this offensive line group, the best overall athlete. I mean, he kind of feels like um, the Marquise Pouncey, uh, if you may, of this offensive line group. Because Pouncey could have played any position on the offensive line. Pouncey was a center pulling. Obviously, a left tackle pulls more often than a center. And Pouncey, I believe, ran like a 4'6", four, 4'7". There's no other pouncy. Wow. Let's get let's let's get that straight. I could see it in your uh, face. I, 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 was, I was getting to that point. I was like, I don't know about that. Kid. That might be a, that might be a little reach. I don't know about pouncy, man. Pouncy was a I different was just, animal. I don't know. If we could play him pouncy. To, I was just referring to at, athlete wise, athleticism. Oh. he's 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 that guy of this draft class as far as man. the athleticism goes. He is. I don't think there'll ever be another Pouncey that's going to go curb stomp, you know, uh, uh, Larry O and uh, Miles Garrett on the on in Cleveland. <laughs> oh no, I, I definitely don't think that man. I think that man Pouncey was a hey, man playing with Pouncey. Man, it, it, it was like it, it, it was like playing against men against boys, man. And like the way he he the way his punch was was it was incredible, man. Like he had an incredible punch, man. I mean. I remember as a rookie, man, coming out there and then lining up and uh, we're doing walkthroughs and Pouncey, uh, I guess everybody had the memo like, man, if you're, if you're a guy that been there, you ain't getting it at the two-eye or like the shade or anything like that to give Pouncey a look because he punches so hard like he bruised your chest. So I'm the young guy. I come out there, just kind of freshly drafted. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm trotting out there. And uh, we're doing walkthroughs. And the way he blew my chest out, dude, I swear. I was like, bro, I, I, don't, I didn't sign up for this. I play offense. I didn't sign up for this. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up to be letting this dude just punch my chest out every morning. Like, bro, I'm talking about, bro, I think we had a guy from LSU named um, Garrett Brunfield. Garrett Brunfield. He was from LSU. He was a guard at the time in 2019. And um, he made Garrett, he punched Garrett Brunfield chest so hard repeatedly over and over because after I got to start getting some little bit of practice time, I said, oh, no, I got to practice. So I'm not doing the walkthrough thing where I got to stand in front of Pounce and get punched. So whoever's not playing <laughs> got to get over there now. So, man, I'm talking about Brunfield the second day after getting punched. Man, he came out there with like a, a, a training room pad, like a pad to use for like a cast or something like that. He came out with a pad on his chest, on both of his chest plates. Just to give him more so, so more cushion. Man, we seen Pouncey say go. Man, he came on and boom. All you seen, both of the pads just dropped. Boop, boop. Out of the start. I was like, what are those? <laughs> he was like, man, my chest hurt, dog. I had to come out with some extra cushion. I was like, man. I was like, man, Pouncey got to stop with this, man. But the point, the point of the thing is, man, I know I know it was a person going with that 53 at the time, giving uh Green with that wasn't that uh, what's his name? Uh Kendrick Green giving Kendrick that 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 53 number. That 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 was kind of a punch in the face. If I'm if I'm Marquise Pounce, that was kind of a punch in the face. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. He started out well though. Let's give it to him. He started out well, man. He started off really, really well. And then uh he even trained with Pouncey and those guys down in Florida. He started out really well. And then after that, it almost like fifty three became like a wild number. Like it's almost like ill. Like we don't want to see that number anymore. You know what I mean? But um Kendrick, man, I mean man, yeah, we thought he was gonna be the next Pouncey, man. So but but long story short, it's only one Pouncey. There's only one Pouncey. 
he's only one county at this point, man. We can't we can't compare him to no one else yet until another fifty three really come out of Florida or something. At this point, there's no other pouncy. Man, it's crazy. I'm sorry to go on a yeah. ramp like that, but I had to tell that story about how this dude only knew one speed at center. He, he like, I mean, the Steelers had to be lucky to draft that guy back in the day, man, because this dude, the way he do walkthroughs, the way he punched and walkthroughs, it almost felt the same way he punched in regular games. It was like, but that's the way he practiced. He practiced the way he played. And he practiced and whoever's walked through, jog through, full tempo, you wouldn't know the difference because he all going at one speed. And he punched your chest if you lined up there. So, Caleb, if you ever meet Pouncey and he want to do a drill, please bring all your fire department padding and all your knees. <laughs> bring all that. You don't need yeah, all that. You don't need all that for Pouncey. Yeah, 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 you might need that too because his hand might slip and hit your face. You might slip and hit your face, man. But man, I, I can't wait to the day to see the Steelers draft somebody that that that's that's really exactly almost like Pouncey. Though I beat every game. Yeah, I uh, I hundred percent agree. And you know, like like I said, Broderick Jones is that athlete of the group. Um, he's probably not going to be anywhere close to Pouncey in his NFL career, but. I got it. Hope before we before we do that, I got. I think the next person that was the best puncher on that team had to go to me, not to brush my own shoulders. But uh, uh, Ramon, I think Ramon Foster diagnosed me with that with that trait was the biggest puncher, the strongest punch on the team, and I think Ramon Foster diagnosed me with that great trait. I mean, I loved every part of it. I, mean, I was doing a podcast and um, actually a radio show. And um, we had the radio show for the kids in Nashville, and he he works this he worked at this radio station doing podcasting and like morning shows now in Nashville. Ramon, that's my big brother, big brother, mentor, everything. Man, I mean, I didn't even know he worked there. I walked past this thing, and I looked. I said, "Is that Big Moan?" I looked. I said, "That's Moan," but he was on the air at the time, so I just waved and said, "Man, what's up?" So I'm getting ready to do my on the air show on the radio to talk about the camp I had in Tennessee and stuff like that. And he just busting the door. Boom. Sorry to interrupt y'all's radio show. It's like a whole radio show sitting going on. He was like, y'all know who that guy is right there? He said, I played with this guy for two. Moan played with me for two years. He said, man, I played with this guy for two years. And I'm telling you, if y'all know one thing about this dude, please do not get punched by this dude. He will cave your chest in. Or something along those lines, everybody bust out laughing. I was like, thanks, dog. He's like, man, this dude punch was the craziest punch I ever felt. Like, Thank, and I, I, I thank him, and I also thank Pouncey for training me the way that so I could punch just like that. So, short little story. I mean, I know Stella Nation, I love that, man. Shout out to Pouncey, man, doing out in doing Florida, doing his thing down there, man. And uh, Ramon doing his thing on the air, man, with DK and those guys down there. So, shout out to them two boys, man. And uh, But, yeah, man, we got – but we also got one more guy we want to talk about, man, and it's Caleb's guy. I actually like this guy. I'm pounding the table for this guy come round two. Like – Darnell Washington. Ooh, the big, I like him. Six foot seven, 264. Mm. He sounds like like he's he's as big as LeBron James, right. but you feel like he's a center. <laughs> Freight train. I'm I mean, talking about this dude is crazy. Yeah. When I heard yes, you was doing this guy, man, it was crazy. When I heard you was doing this guy, I was excited. I was like, ooh, I can't wait to chime in about this dude. And what's crazy, like looking at his stats this last year, I mean, he didn't he had twenty eight catches, four fifty four, two touchdowns. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's medi- that's mediocre for the college level and how good Georgia was. But Georgia's offense is built around the run. They had Stetson Bennett, 
Uh, he's, he, in my opinion, Alex Smith of college football. He was very clutch and, uh, you know, won some games. Shouldn't have beat Ohio State in the playoff game. But that's, yep. you know, whatever. But Darnell Washington, six foot seven, runs a four six. A four six, D. Four six. That's huge. And he's two sixty. That's huge and fast. He's forty pounds and three hundred pounds. And it's, huge. it's like gentry it's like gentry on steroids. Now, let me just chime in. Like, let me just chime in. He's he steroids, don't drug test him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just I think you kinda like gave his secret away. Hold on, hold on. I think we just talked to him about <laughs> <Yeah>. the night. <laughs> but let me just chime in about this guy. Dude, I'm a, if I'm a tackle, I want to play against this guy because we're doing a, a combo block, and if guys that listen know football, we're doing a triple, we're doing an inside zone play or or wide zone play, and we call a triple to outside. Man, I want to be in combination with this guy. This guy is physical as heck at the point of attack. I'm talking about he's getting into defenders, man, and he's lifting, dude. Mind you, when I look at his film, bro, it looked like he's playing against high schoolers. And this is SEC football that we're talking about, and he's that much bigger than everybody. First of all, I don't know how he got that big, but man, he uses his size wild. Why? He loses his size really well. And the fact that he can get the ball, man, I've seen him like run through people, but I also seen this big dude hurdle someone. I was like, what is going on in college football? They what are they feeling? The NILs are getting fetus, fetus something through these NIL deals, but this dude is hurling people at 260. Man, the dude is humongous, man. I was like, now him, he's a stiller. So if y'all don't understand what I'm going at right now, stiller is not. It's not about speed. It's not about – it's about heart and making someone quit. And I think him right there, he's big, and he's going to beat somebody down and make them quit. And that's and I love that about Stiller football. They just want to beat dudes and make them quit. Make them quit, man. And, Fourth quarter come, they want to ready to pack it up and hit the buses. And I want Steeler Nation to know we are not pounding the table for him to replace Pat Fryermuth. We are pounding the table for him to be a to deadly combination – with Pat Fryermuth. Like, and I love Zach Gentry, like, man. I love Zach. Zach, I, hey. I do too. Yep. He was my roommate my rookie year. Zach was my was my roommate at the Fairfield Suites in Pittsburgh on the south side, on on South Water Street. We'll never forget it. That's my guy. I'll never forget it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, this dude right here is a stud. I'm talking about this dude is a prick when it comes to the point of attack. He is mauling guys. Man, he like Antonio Gates. He looked like so many guys in one. It's like, bro, it's not even fair, bro. Like, so if I'm the Steelers right now, bro, <laughs> he's another guy. I mean, you got to give up something to get this guy. I mean, Zach, if I had to get out the door, you out the door, brother. So I, 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 I don't. My my guess is I don't even think Zach even has to leave for Darnell to come step in because I oh, think yeah, can they uh, have three, three tight ends on the roster. Three tight ends, yeah, but we have Connor Hayward. But guess what? Guess what? He's a fullback. He's a football player. That man could line up at tight end, halfback, fullback. He could play. He'd probably play quarterback. He'd probably go kick a 40-yard field goal for you if you wanted to. And Connor Hayward time, is that. That would be, be a time I walk out the room when he's at <laughs> quarterback. Because there's only one Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett would not allow that to happen. And man, trust me, I know them Hayward boys feel like they 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 rule the world, boy. Cam at D line and him, and I don't know what they own, but man, they they're pretty good uh, set, man. And um, so funny, and man. You we know saw Cam all... ain't taking it easy on Connor. No, 
Man, it's so funny, man, because you know I played with Khalil Davis. Uh, played with Khalil Davis up here, man. It's so funny, I'm like man, we won't get Carlos up here. We were, so we were talking about that so much, man. I was like, man, I said, man, how does it feel to be a twin? Like to be on the NFL team? Like, he was just talking about it just feel normal. I was like, do y'all have the same agent? He's like, nah, he fat his agent. I'm like, y'all twins, but don't have the same agent. That doesn't make no sense. I said, all the set of brothers I knew had the same age. Connor mm-hmm. and Cam, same agent. Dirk, TJ, and uh, JJ, same agent. Uh, who else? Uh, what's the boy name? Uh, Pouncy Twins, same agent. I'm like, what happened to y'all? Like, why y'all have the same age? He said, we started out that way, but we ain't in that way. Who's the only one talking about that today? I was just like, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, man, I, I think that um, Mr. Washington, man, will be a great addition to Stella Football, man. He's just gonna bring that nastiness, man. And uh, if you don't, if you don't know by now, Stella Nation about being a part of a Stella's organization, you have to bring physicality and be nasty and love beating people down and making people quit. If you got that, you will last. I promise you, you will last if you got some physicality and nastiness to you. You gonna last. Yeah, and I'll and I'll tell you what, that's going to be the maybe uh, one of the few times you see um, the quarterback and the running back of the same team pounding the table for this guy. Because not only is he an athlete, like you said, he is a very very solid run blocker. So Najee gonna yeah. eat. He's gonna eat. He's gonna eat regardless Definitely. this year, just off Definitely. based off of the picks uh, pickups we've done in free agency. But, I think that's true, but I think that's definitely, man, going to be helpful, man, as far as helping the tight end room, man. And uh, Zach Drenchy is a, is a hell of a blocker as well, man. Zach takes – he 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 owns it. He loves blocking. He understands that he's not the best catcher out here. He's not, he not the fastest. So he owns the blocking game, man. And uh, I think that's great for Zach. That's what's keeping him around so long. I think Zach is an unbelievable blocker, man. I think that this year, man, Zach, Zach just need to up his game a little bit as being a catcher now and being more agile and speedy. Man, now makes him a complete tight end, man, and a lot to deal with because he's already a great player, man. He's been a great player at Michigan. And I think just adding Washington to the room, man, just brings more athletic ability, more power, more strength, and just another athletic guy that can go out in space and go catch stuff and make and make people miss. And not only make people miss, be another nausea at tight end, running people mm-hmm. over and stiff on their faces and jumping over people. Yeah. Why would y'all want that in Akashar Stadium? Get loud in here. Come on, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, man. <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then uh, for our next segment, and before we kick into our three-point segment, all I want to say is over uh, with these four prospects we went over today, down in the comment section below, or even on our Twitter pages, at CalebDJF, at Team Gray, let us know who's your favorite out of the four we talked about today. And, then and the people we talked now, about today is my two – was Paris Johnson Jr., Ohio State, best offense lineman in the draft. And the my guy, State University. <laughs> Broderick Jones, tackle out of Georgia. Man, I think those are my two great, two uh, best players I chose to talk about today, man. I love my O-line guys. And Caleb, who was your two again? I went over Deontay Banks, cornerback out of the University of Maryland. And then our guy, the big tight end, Darnell Washington out of Georgia. So, guys, if y'all watching this show, man, make sure y'all please be interactive, man. Tell, man, comment at the bottom, man. Let us know, man, who y'all think is the best pick out of these four 
or let us know if we off the mark and who we should have been talking about. Man, y'all to keep this interactive, man. We love hearing y'all comments. We love knowing what y'all think because, hey, at the end of the day, we love three voices are better than two. So, man, let let be that third voice and help us out, man. And, uh, man, Caleb, let's get into our three-point segment, man. This is going to be fun for you guys. <laughs> The three points. <laughs> <Take it laughs> off. Today we are gonna Derwin and I are both for our first three picks. We're gonna make our predictions for the picks, and I'll kick it off. My first three picks, I got us trading up for your guy Paris Johnson. Come on, I man! Think we trade, I, I think I think we fleece Chicago again, just like we did with Chase Claypool. I think we get some picks. We're going to keep our thirty-second pick. Guess who that's going to be? You know, there's talks of the the trade down possibly happening, but I think Darnell Washington's just—he's too much of a stealer to pass up at thirty-two. And then mm. to cap it off, you guys are wondering, hey, where's that cornerback, Caleb? Let me tell you. I got Julius Brents out of Kansas State, and he has been heavily compared to Tariq Woolen out of Seattle. Pro bowler his rookie year. I mean, I, th- I think that's the perfect three picks. I don't know what these is going to look like, but, you know, let's see what his. I think I know what his first round pick is, though. <laughs> my first round pick is going with my guy from the horseshoe from the Ohio State, my Big Ten boy. I'm going with Paris Johnson, man. I think we trading up early, man, a top ten to try to get this guy, man. You can't pass up on this guy, man. Once again, unbelievable talent, strong hands, powerful hands, great great feet. Man, just dominate guys at the top of the thing, man, top of the uh, set, man. I think that's huge in the NFL. NFL is about throwing the ball, man. It's a passing league now. Running is, running is important, but passing and better protect the quarterback, keep him up right. It's the most important thing you can do right now. My second guy, this might be a little different. I like my guy from the DMV, Clemson boy. I like Brian Brees. Man, from Damascus, from Damascus, Maryland. Damascus, Maryland. Man, this dude is a monster, man, inside, man. I seen this dude play, man, at high school. He went to the same high school as a guy that played with me named Jake Funk. Jake Funk went to a school called Damascus High School in Maryland. And uh, Brian Brees. Yep, Jake Funk played with me, and he was talking about Brian Brees. He came up on his visit, man. I was like, this dude is in high school, huge. And to see him now as a three-tech, he's dominant inside. And, you know, let's be real, Cam is getting old. Cam is getting old. We don't know how many more years we're going to get out of Cam, but we need a dominant force to come behind him. And Brian Brees, he may not be an immediate comic uh, contributor, but he get a few snaps and get some reps. And But the fact is, in practice, he's getting to learn from a, a Hall of Famer, Cam Haywood. Man, that's enough, man, to help this guy get to the heights he need to get at, man, to be a dominant force on the south side. I think he's going to be huge. My third like pick, that. man, like uh, Brian Brees, I love that. My third pick, man, um, this was tough, man, because it, it, it's tough, man. My third one, man, was tough, man. It's tough. I, I really, really didn't really have a good one, but – Oh, man, it was tough. My third pick. See, I like the I like the, I like the Joey Porter too, but I, just, I really don't have them in order. How I know if I had to switch the order around, I know Brian Brees probably won't last that long. But my first three picks, man, will probably be J JPJ, if not Paris John, because it's a lot of moving parts. Because if they draft yeah. up, of course. You know what I'm saying? You lose the opportunity of getting JPJ. But if I, in a great world, man, 
my first three picks, man, that I want the Steelers to have on the team, man, is Paris Johnson, JPJ, and and um and uh Brian Brees, man. I think those three guys right there are studs, man. They bring physicality, man. And uh, of course, you talked about Donnell Washington, man. I think he's huge too, man. Uh, but man, all those picks, man, I think is unbelievable picks, and I think all those are immediate contributors to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and just so everybody doesn't get it twisted, this is something D and I talked about before. I was going to go over my first, second, and uh, or I guess our first, second, and second round picks, and D was going to go over his favorite three for that seventeen pick or the possibility of trading up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I love all three of those guys. I I know the Steelers are they love Brian Breesy, but I mean, I mean that that's it for the show. You know, I yeah, I think yeah. we covered a lot. I think I think today's man it was a show man I'm more so just just targeting the guys man because once again guys it's draft week it's no better time to be talking about the possibilities right now forget the possibility it's who we need to make this thing yeah. roll man I think these is the most important time conversation it's the build up man it's the build up draft in a few days man we we got to get pumped up man and uh let's let's get JPJ home let's let's get let's get Purse Johnson home man and um let's Broderick, get them both. Let's just get them both. Broderick, Broderick, <laughs> man, I hope we can get you in the second round. I hope everyone pass up on you, man, and come in the second round, man, and make you an unbelievable guard, man, and play inside, man, beside uh James Daniels and all those guys if he's back. James Daniels back? Oh, he's back. James, he's back. Yeah, James Daniels back and uh Kevin Dots and all those guys inside, man, and uh all the new pieces from the free agency, man. So they got some dogs, man. I think the O line you can never have as many. You can never have too many O linemen, man. Because shoulders and knees is one thing that goes down for us up front. And you can always need always need a great depth, man. And um, man, hopefully we can get those guys home, man. Brian Brees, man, keep balling, man. Can't wait to see where y'all land up, man, this week, man. And um, once again, man, Stella fans, please, man, be interactive at the bottom, man. Talk to us, man. The comments, man. Please head over to our uh, Instagrams at Caleb DJF and Team great, man. Come hit us up on Twitter, man. DM us, man. Let, let's see what y'all got to talk about, man. We love to comment back, get into a Twitter war with you. We love it, man. We love it, man. We just want to talk still a ball, man, and, and have fun with this. Caleb? And this is this is a pre-recorded episode, so you guys are going to see this two days after the fact, but we're about to see you guys on the Steeler Nation platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for any questions and anything you guys might want to ask uh, D in his Birmingham Stallions 2 and 0 season or even you myself know you know I'm I'm not a, I'm not as flashy but you know I got some I got some spunk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No for sure definitely Well all right guys man see y'all back here man next week or maybe later on around the draft time Stay updated, man. Stay following man at the Stella Nation page man for updates man and we'll get back with you later Peace <laughs>